Off the Shelf. Greetings and welcome to Off the Shelf, the weekly comic review from Church of the Geek. I am Brian Bennett. We like epic historic arcs in comics. In our main episode of Church of the Geek, we look at big stories from graphic novels or major arcs in comic books, like the Dark Phoenix Saga or Black Panther's opening arc from Ta-Nehisi Coates. So very often we remember those major stories as time goes by. But every once in a while, there are those issues that are best described as interludes between arcs, and sometimes those are the best character-driven moments. Captain Marvel number 27, written by Kelly Thompson, with art by David Lopez and color by Triona Farrell, is one such issue. After a major arc where Carol Danvers is brought into the year 2052 by magical means, she teams up with other heroes and the children of heroes that she knows from her time to fight the son of Namor and the Enchantress, that is, the would-be tyrant Ove. One of the problems of going into the future, though, is she sees the daughter of her boyfriend, James Rhodes. You know, War Machine. But Rhodey's daughter is not Carol's daughter. So when she returns from the future, she breaks it off with James, since she knows that she does not have a, well, future with him. This, then, is where issue 27 picks up. Carol is devastated. What happens when the most powerful Avenger is brokenhearted? Can she overcome this challenge with her so-very-miraculous power? The answer at the outset is clearly no. Days at end, she has sequestered herself in her apartment and would likely stay there forever until her friends break into her self-imposed exile. Like, literally, burst in as Jessica Drew, Carol's Spider-Woman bestie, crashes through her bedroom window to get her to help fight a threat. I will say, the next moment is brilliant. And the first line that Thompson gives Captain Marvel on the page turn made me laugh out loud. It was lovely and absurd and just the right kind of funny for me in the moment. And the threat is equally bizarre. All I'll say is, snats. But that moment leads into Carol then jumping into too much superheroing, so her friends return. This time, not just Jessica, but throw in Monica Rambeau and Jennifer Takeda, Spectrum and Hazmat, respectively. Not to mention Carol's Cree half-sister, L'Oreal, the current accuser. Their intervention takes them on a quest that, while well-intentioned, is not ultimately fruitful. One of the reasons I completely enjoyed this issue was the relationships that get played out here. Carol's friends are often present uh, in, in previous issues, but almost always in the superhero way, even though the friendship is clearly present. But this issue was really excellent with the dialogue between friends. It was witty and brisk and clearly showed friends trying to care for one of their own. Who steps in when your superpowers cannot mend a broken heart? Your other superhero friends. Carol's powers can isolate her from others, but her friends are there for her. Even in tiny moments in larger arcs throughout the previous 26 issues, Thompson's writing of interactions between Carol and her friends, most notably Jessica, are fabulous. This whole issue is that kind of work with a great story. So very often, we reduce the superheroes to their powers or their function. But it is important, I think, to remind us that the heroes have real feelings and joys and worries and heartbreaks. They cannot always be saved from the human realities we all face. I think these are the moments every good comic needs. These interludes that let us see the person with all the defenses down. The ability to enter into a human place where we can all relate is necessary. What do we make of godlike beings who do not know what our lives are like? Those beings might be good characters, and there are some good ones out there for sure, but we do need to see some of them be just regular folks. Sitting here in the aftermath of Holy Week, now in the Easter season, I am drawn to this comic that highlights an incarnational reality. Captain Marvel is a superhero with crazy power, 
who knows the full spectrum of what it means to be human. Or half-human, at least for Carol, but you know what I mean. On top of that, it is important to remember that we never walk through this world alone. We are made to be in relationship to others. And those others might just very well be there for us when nothing seems worth getting out of bed for. Even if Spider-Woman, Hazmat, Spectrum, and L'Oreal had no powers, they would still be the heroes here. Just like we can be the heroes when our friends are hurting and need a person to just sit with them. I mean, I love my friends, but I cannot imagine I would be taking them with me to battle some snats. The final act of the comic also sees Carol in another human light. Being open to connecting with another, even if, as she says, mistakes were made. Another very amusing interchange between Carol and someone else she has known in a strange but still yet intimate way back in issues 6 and 7. Also, another hilarious situation that is just magical. I cannot wait to see ramifications of the arc that just ended in number 26 play out, but I was happy for a pause from the action. We got to see a wonderful interplay of Carol and her friends and not just hop from one mission to the next. I also cannot wait to see how the mistakes affect Carol. Thanks all. Geek be with you.